Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Wow. Hello and welcome to the Abroad Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Dawson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on over there? Hello, Christopher. I hope you are keeping well. Chris, I need an update. I mean, obviously this show is going to be going out a little bit later than um, when we recorded it, but um, where are we at with the whole denouement, crescendo apex of the abroad japan experience the the journey across japan experience that you uh undertook in december you mean with the one with daily uploads that definitely the came out daily daily. Up- why are you bashing <laughs> yourself over the head with the with the chair that is the daily upload situation <laughs> you said at the start it was going to be difficult you explained it i'm look i'm willing to give you a boat when you need one and you do frequently need one <laughs> Diet, oh. <laughs> the way that your bad language, I do. you never ring your mum, <laughs> all that stuff is open yes, season. But the oh. daily upload thing, I think we both know, was a massive undertaking. I think, you know, I uh, yeah, we failed on that front. But I'm, I'm really happy with the episodes. I think we had a lot mm. of fun. I enjoyed making it. The team enjoyed it. And for the most part, I think viewers have enjoyed it. I think where we are now, when this episode comes out, it should be the one with Dr. Jelly. Hopefully, mm. I probably just spoiled it now. But Dr. Jelly is back. We made a rap in a abandoned school in Akita, like you do. <laughs> uh, and it's a, the, a, just a truly hideous rap. Some of the lyrics, I'm not even going to say them because I don't think we'll probably get this video demonetized. Very sexual. I, sexual yeah, lyrics. There's a, there's a line like, um, shake your jelly all over the place. Oh, I'm going to bust a load of jelly all over your face. Like me, and on that I'm plane like, last is week. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, oh god, what was Jerry thinking? Fuck's sake, oh, Joey Samali. Yeah, it, it should be fun. <laughs> yeah, Joey Samali. But uh, yeah, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. We're at the finish line, practically, mm. and it should all be wrapped up nicely by the end of January. So, a few weeks behind schedule, but nothing like the original journey across Japan, where the last episode came out like eight months after the series finished. My God, mm. what a cock up that was! Um, yeah, my my next task is to hastily write a speech for this university talk I'm doing in Kyushu. Uh, oh, I yes. talked about it You're a few going weeks all back. All the way down to Kyushu, warm, festive, welcoming Kyushu. Uh, it is cool. I do love Kyushu. 
beach in front of a lot of uh, amazing. That's where that, that's where my um, Toyota Century is from, Oita. Um, that's that's oh, yeah, probably why it's yeah. so sun damaged. <laughs> <laughs> I've got yeah, Ryotaro raped me into a talk. Um, I'm giving it the university, and he's he's so annoying. He's not told me what it's about. What I've got to talk about. I don't even know how many people are there. It could be mm. five people. It could be ten thousand. I don't know anything about it. I wish he would tell me more. He's just like, oh, just, you know, talk about YouTube. And I looked at the runtime and it's an hour. I've got an hour right. to talk. I can't talk for like eight minutes, let right. alone an hour. Like I just, I'll just run out of steam. It's going to be really awkward. Chris. Help me out here, Pete. Can I just use ChatGPT and just get ChatGPT to just look at Abroad in Japan, read my Wikipedia, watch some videos, whatever it can do, and then just make me a speech. And I'll just read that out and mm. that'll be it. It could be quite good, actually. Mm. I Let's mean, I, 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 I'll, I'll give you two letters, Chris. Q and A. Yeah, <laughs> just get a Q and A. That's that's thirty five minutes of Q and A. Doesn't matter how timid or uninterested in actually asking you questions is. Ah, uh, uh, so yeah, do, do a Q and A for half half the time, and the rest of the time just talk about you know your 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 history of um, uh, snack bar attendance in the in the Hakata area. Hakata, or I Sakata. Think... I always forget Sakata, isn't it? It's Sakata, yeah. Sakata. I, uh, mm. I'm actually typing into ChatGPT, make a speech for a Braun Japan uh, <laughs> presenter, Chris Broad, uh, at Beppu. Is, he, is it Beppu University? At Beppu University. Mm. I think it's called like the foreign school of Beppu. Um, about well, Beppu is what? Like, about Beppu's what? like the about... hot springs town, isn't it? Beppu. So like just, yeah, just, just, just tie it in with that. Um, give them the hottest, steamiest speech with great food options that you possibly can in this universe. You just bring out a yakitori grill, do a do I a think... speech, grill some chicken, <laughs> job done. I I think I'm going to make everyone get their phones out, hit subscribe, buy the book, buy the audio book, and mm. just just make them do things. Um, oh my god, it's so fast. I I wrote so I wrote to ChatGPT. Mm. Make a speech for a broad Japan presenter, Chris Broad at Beppo University about the trials and tribulations of YouTube. And it opens, ladies and gentlemen, esteemed, fa- <laughs> esteemed faculty and students of Beppo University, good morning, afternoon, evening, and thank you for inviting me to this prestigious institution. My name is Chris Broad, and I'm the creator behind the Abroad in Japan YouTube channel. Today I'm here to share with you my journey through the dynamic world of YouTube, highlighting not just the triumphs, but more importantly, the trials and tribulations that come with this unique career path. That actually sounds like something I might say... Kind of, but with more swearing. So mm. I could just tell ChatGPT, put some more swear words in there. Make me sound more British. And then it's bullet. It's done bullet points. Um, <laughs> chapter two, the early challenges, learning the ropes, cultural sensitivities, being respectful, building an audience. It's, it's, it's scary. We're doomed. It's actually done a good job. And that's, I'll just do that. That's brilliant, do that. isn't it? Yeah, well, so, well it I'm glad you did your me. research and you did the, the, the prep that you were so worried about two minutes ago. Um, you've completely solved all of your problems <laughs> using AI in about 10 seconds. <laughs> it's so pretty good. You, I'm, I'm, I'm worried now. I haven't used mm. ChatGPT to script in a Broad Japan video, um, but I probably should. I probably should just going forward. You, you probably won't notice many differences, <laughs> except I that, just like, sound a l- more polite. Do you not think that like it's not about... Um, I find like the blank page very daunting. So I think something like because I, I can you know every now and again I can turn turn around turn around a gag here and there or a turn a speech but or a turn a phrase rather I can't can't even speak. Uh, words are my tools. Um, but I would say like 
I think the, the to have it build like a little framework for you is surely all right because that's the most boring thing, isn't it? And then it you is, can just yeah. sort of adjust. I'm a great critic, but I'm a terrible creator. <laughs> so <laughs> just let me just just build something for me, and I'll just rip it to pieces and build it in my own image. I like that. You're great, a great critic, but uh, a terrible creator. I I uh, I did tell ChatGPT now. I said, right now, do it in a British accent style and funny. And they've it's retitled the talk to "Riding the YouTube Roller Coaster: Tales of a Brit in Japan." Ladies and gentlemen, esteemed academics and the future leaders of tomorrow or today, <laughs> if you're ahead of the game. Ha 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 ha! Oh wow! They wrote that gag. Yeah, it wrote that shit gag. Oh, that's, uh, that's absolute dog shit. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Good afternoon. I'm Chris Broad, the chap behind the Abroad Japan YouTube channel. I'm here to regale you with my adventures and misadventures, a tale that's more twisty than a British country lane. <laughs> yes! <laughs> put this guy... I'm off. Put this guy on the... You've, look, you YouTube commenters who don't like me, put, put chat GPT instead of me. That is absolutely top-notch stuff. Big fan of that. <laughs> like a... <laughs> I've got to work that into the speech now. Like a British Twistier country Twistier than lane. a turkey twizzler, surely. <laughs> the, the great British cuisine that is the turkey twizzler that Jamie Oliver, uh, our uh, rabble-rousing chef, oh rallied against about 10 years ago. Incredible. I can't believe you solved all of your problems that quickly, Chris. Well, it's, 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 it's written the last line. It, mm. <laughs> the, the, the moral of the story, guys, be resilient, creative, and slightly mad. It helps. <laughs> Don't forget yes. to pursue your dreams. Don't forget to pursue your dreams, but remember to stop for tea breaks. Thank you for lending your ears. <laughs> the Brit... <laughs> The Brit is here. He's drinking tea, everyone. Please use oh, this, God. Chris. Please use this Lamar speech. Oh, fantastic. This is bonkers. They've um, got you nailed. It says, uh, <laughs> thank you for lending your ears and for not dozing off. I hope this little chat has inspired you, made you chuckle, or at least given you a break from real work. Ha, ha, ha. Now let's keep calm and carry on creating. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, oh, God. Keep calm and carry on creating. Oh, and then do the Michael Scott spin. Oh, it was Oh, my Lord. Don't do this the spin. I might do the spin. Oh, this is God. So good. Please do air the Michael Scott spin and also do that, that, that uh, speech. That's absolutely wonderful, Chris. Absolutely fantastic. I, uh, I think instead of reading the story of the week, we should read out the rest of the speech. <laughs> <laughs> it has written a bit more like my journey began with nothing but a camera and a dream sprinkled with a bit too much enthusiasm for sushi picture a young chap <laughs> picture a young chap armed with a shaky camera navigating the streets of japan trying not to commit any cultural faux pas it was like dancing a ballet in wellington boots awkward yet somehow charming the early days were a bit like watching paint dry but with more anxiety Building an audience was slower than a Sunday driver in the Lake District. Oh my God! <laughs> and let's not oh, forget. Oh, I love this. I just like how ChatGPT is kind of like homogenized, even the most homogenized little, little, little kind of turn of phrase or little gag. They've 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 picked the lamest ones and they're <laughs> serving it up to us and going here. Here's the future. It is beige as fuck. I love it. It's ah. creepy. 
It, it, it's like created this whole narrative for me where like I arrived in Japan, it was tough, which of course it was. And then it like changes the tone. It says, mm. but then the sun broke through the clouds. Messages from viewers started to pour in, telling me how humble, how my humble videos had inspired them or given them a good chuckle. Mm. Opportunities knocked on my door, literally from collaborations on TV appearances. That's creepy. That did happen. Uh, it was like, and here's another dodgy man. Dodgy metaphor. It was like being invited to the Queen's garden party. Thrilling, surreal, and a little bit overwhelming. What the fuck right. is that? I, I want I want you to type into chat chat GPT. Give me that <laughs> opening paragraph, but I right. want it as a romantic, a gay romantic uh, novel. Write it in the in the in the style of a gay romance <laughs> novel. So you're walking the streets of Japan. You're yearning for something you can't put a name on. I want to hear oh, what ChatGPT's got for us. Let's see what it says. I said, "Come oh on, I said, give me the opening paragraph as a gay." Oh shit! I, I wrote gay Romanian novel by accident. A gay Romanian novel. <laughs> a gay, it, it, luckily, Chris is writing a gay Romanian novel again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh my god! <laughs> and it, it, luckily, chat the internet, the fucking ChatGPT AI mm. is so ahead of the curve. It worked out. I didn't want a gay Romanian novel. I wanted a right. gay romance novel. Okay. And it says, um, "This is how my speech will start." Yeah. Beppa University. British University. Under yeah. the <laughs> under the golden hues of a setting sun in the quaint town of Amberley. Jo- what is this? Jonathan Amberley. Walker strolled down the cobblestone streets, his heart beating in anticipation of the unexpected. This isn't this isn't me. What is this? This is just written a gay novel. <laughs> the air was filled with the sweet aroma of blooming jasmine, a scent that has always reminded him of new beginnings. In his world of meticulously planned days and carefully created experiences, spontaneity was a stranger. But tonight, as he... <laughs> to be as honest, he approached... like, I, we, we criticise this, but I've read books put more poorly written than that. I mean, good God, there are some absolute stinkers out there that, that sell millions. The Abroad in Japan book, we should convert yeah. it into a gay romance not, novel. Not enough, not enough homoeroticism. Not enough Tom of Finland for me, to be quite frank. Wait, what happens next, though? Um, but tonight, as he approached the cosy, ivy, uh, ivy-covered cafe, where he was to meet David, a man whose enigmatic messages had captivated him for weeks, Jonathan felt a thrilling sense of adventure. David, with his witty banter and disarming charm. It's built on Pete Nelson. Is that Nelson. Was a re- Is that your friend, Editor David, who sometimes does the podcast running order? God. Was a refreshing <laughs> splash of colour. What are you up to, colour. David? This is insane. This is bonkers. Fantastic. Um, it's, and it's done my speech. In the hallowed halls of Beppa University, where dreams are nurtured like delicate blossoms in spring, I, yeah. Chris Broad, find myself. Full stop. Under the what soft glow of the audience. And him getting lucky. What happened to David, David and his romantic ivy-covered coffee date? That's kind of crazy, though, isn't it? You don't need to buy a book now. You could just yeah. tell it to write a book. Just fill in the names, give it some general ideas of what you want. Book done. God, that must be happening quite a lot. <laughs> Um, I don't know, Chris. I've not recently written a book, mate. (laughs) (laughs) I I was lucky or unlucky, depending on how you look at it, that ChatGPT came out like three weeks after I finished the book. To be fair, I might have used it to proofread. Yeah. Could you do do the second one? Um, Could you you just sort of go do this again? (laughs) (laughs) But like, more gay interest. (laughs) That would be tempting. 
Yeah. Um, this is bon- under the soft glow of the auditorium lights. My heart beats with a symphony of anticipation and nostalgia. I recall, my dear friends, the first time I held a camera, its weight not just in my hands, but in my destiny. It was more than a device. It was a portal to a world I yearned to explore, a world where stories of Japan awaited my eager lens. I know people on YouTube who actually talk like this. Like this, yeah. <laughs> in yeah. this kind of over-enthusiastic tone. My God, we could sit here all day and discuss the speech that may or may not happen, but all mm. I know is this is the way I, I get my speech done in two weeks' time in Beppu. What if you it accidentally print out the wrong one? Can you imagine? Just you talking about penetration for about three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, this has gone very wrong indeed. Uh, Chris, I watched a... Um, uh, a little video online of uh, I don't know I, I don't actually know which Japan interest um, uh, site it was, uh, but they basically met this um, French guy who runs a French uh, cuisine stand in Fukuoka. Speaking of Kyushu, uh, in Fukuoka, like this guy who just basically runs right. a little sort of French restaurant on the street, and he does little um, like you know that you know you know you, sna- you know you get snails in France in Paris or wherever, and <laughs> I, they come I in little kind of. They come in little trays and they've got each, it's yeah, like a little yeah. cookie tray, but each snail has its own cookie little ball <laughs> and uh, and all this stuff. And um, which is weird because obviously they're shelled in the first place. But um, yeah, this guy, he'll cook snails and he'll cook this and that. And he's really um, effusive and, and, and charismatic and stuff and, and quite mad. Um, but he, and he basically runs it all from, from, uh, from, from, from Fukuoka um, on the, on that oh, little cool. kind of um, stretch where there's all those kind of little, little, um, uh, uh, food places um, re- worth digging out that's all I'm saying worth digging out he's a really charismatic bloke I, I can't remember who actually does it but he's uh, but he looks like he's having a bloody lovely time to be honest uh, where did you find this video it's I don't know random. just a French man Fukuoka rest uh, uh, what a street cart street cart French snail snail boy <laughs> just just type that into YouTube <laughs> well, worth, well worth a little look he seems snail like a, boy a very charismatic chap can't say I'm a fan of snails ever since I ate one with Natsuki uh, in France, actually. We made him do it on Natsuki the movie. And he did not enjoy the experience, dare I say. Um, we got a, a complete 180 on the news story front this week. We've gone from mm. chat GBT and snails uh, to something rather more uh, sinister, I guess. Um, this is only recently, right? Um a recently discovered U.S. document has confirmed that 12 American soldiers were killed in the 1945 atomic bombing of Hiroshima, making it the mm. first known acknowledgement by the U.S. of how many of its captu- uh, captured military personnel had died. Isn't that bonkers? Even mm. now, we're sort of discovering... It's like it's always weird, isn't it, how we go forward in time into the future. We always go back. We're able to go back further and uncover things as well. Um, what do you make of this, Pete? Anyway, Han, you're the news story man. I will hand over to you. I will yield to Pete Dawson. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you know, war history and and, and kind of documents from that from that from that era are always you know pr- pretty closely guarded. But um, it, it, it seems it seems clear that um, uh, a U.S. official document um, that's recently been discovered has confirmed that twelve American soldiers were killed in 1945 uh, in the atomic bombing of Hiroshima, making it the first acknowledgement by the United States of how many. 
um, of its uh, of its troops actually um, perished in in that particular um, situation. A, a, a report in 1948, um, December 20th, said uh, the death of 12 American flyers as a result of the atomic bomb uh, bomb of uh, Hiroshima uh, had been written in part as part of an investigation of Japanese war crimes during World War II, uh, and the um, the soldiers were actually Japan's prisoners of war. Um, uh, so basically, it, there was insufficient evidence to prove an atrocity and no pr- prosecutive uh, action was taken at the time. Uh, but the soldiers had died in the bombing of that city and th- there was rumours that at the time that these soldiers had died of torture and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, but that, that that's apparently not what uh, uh, took place and it's just sort of weird that in 2024 now um, we're only sort of now realising that um, some people's family will, will, will be are being informed that they actually died in, in the actual bombing itself rather than um under the under the um under the system that that, that was that was built at the time for uh, prisoners of war in, in Japan which uh, by all accounts were were not particularly positive uh, in, in any stretch of the imagination didn't name the soldiers at all uh, but yeah the the Kyoto news from the US National Archives uh, with findings analysed by Hitoshi Nagai, uh, professor of modern Japanese history at the Hiroshima Peace Institute, uh, it's basically said that yeah, twelve US soldiers died um, in the Hiroshima uh, air bomb. Uh, I'm not really sure about Nagasaki or any of the others. But, I don't. Well, uh, Nagasaki, big city. in Nagasaki, um, there was a, a prisoner of war camp. There, two hundred prisoners, um, mm. mostly British and Dutch, mm. at the Fukuoka POW camp, right? And eight POWs uh, did die when the bombing. Right. Of Nagasaki happened as well. Right. Yeah, is that bonk? It must have been, God, like it, it's I I I fascinating going to Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Um, if you're into your history as I am, two amazing cities as well. Like it, it was really disjointing, like watching all the news reels and all the history mm. channel stuff, and then finally going there and seeing it. And for the most part, if you didn't know anything about history of those two cities, you wouldn't really know anything had happened. Uh, because mm. they've done such an amazing job rebuilding them, and um, apart, I guess Hiroshima's you know put a, a more of an emphasis than Nagasaki on kind of revealing the past and what happened with the incredible uh, museum in the uh, Peace Memorial Park. The Peace Memorial Museum is a must-see mm. place, um, and the A Bomb Dome as well is pretty chilling to to see. But uh, really cool cities, amazing places. I, I love them both. Um, I've only been to Nagasaki twice, Hiroshima. Maybe half a dozen times. And uh, yeah, I recommend Hiroshima if you're your first time in Japan uh, and if you're into your history as well. Um, definitely worth a visit. Nagasaki's really cool, but it's quite far out. And it took me like 10 years in Japan to get there because it's quite inaccessible. Um, you've been to Hiroshima, right? But not Nagasaki. I've done... Uh, no, I've done both. I did, did both. We went to... It's uh, just greedy. We've got both. Greedy. When did you go to Nagasaki? When did you go? I went. Um, it was on. It was a trip to Korea, and then I think we sort of um, got a flight over to I think Nagasaki at the time. Yeah, I think it was. I think we got a flight over to Fukuoka, and then went from there really, and had a, had a little explore around. I mean, again, the uh, the Peace Park, um, big the guy sort of points. Uh, that that big blue guy, um, it's quite a, an arresting yeah. um, statue. We've spoken about that before uh, on the podcast. It's um, yeah. It's, it, I think Nagasaki's probably. It's the place that not as many people go to, obviously, next to Hiroshima. And obviously Hiroshima, you still got the, mm. the domed um, kind of... It was a theatre, I think we spoke about it before. Again, we spoke about it before. It's a problem with our podcast. We're going to speak about it quite a, quite a lot. Uh, but yeah, we... Um, I think Nagasaki is a more interesting uh, 
uh, an interesting place to, to to experience that because it's just it's not as it's not as you know corporatized as 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 Hiroshima Peace Park is. You know, it's very the the edges are sort of sanded off. But with Nagasaki, I think there's more interesting sort of stories being told there. I think. As, as an mm. independent kind of tourist, seeing these things. I mean, Nagasaki's got one hell of a history. Given it was mm. like the the one of the main port cities that the uh, the Dutch sort of turned up in. Um, mm. but yeah, I love Nagasaki. A really cool place. We'd love to go back. Uh, we've got Gunkunjima Island as well down there. Mm. Uh, the Battleship Island, which I people always tell me to go there. Chris, you should go to Gunkunjima. You should go to Battleship Island. I've been there. I've made a video on it. Unfortunately, the video is titled something else, and it's not in the thumbnail, so nobody knows that I've been there. But dinner. yeah, that, I'd really something cool. about dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Do, yeah, I should. I should go there again. Unfortunately, with Gunkunjima, though, there's like a really crappy tour. You can't go and have a look around. They like make you stand on this podium and have this right. really loud, boring tour that just doesn't do it justice. And there is a dark side to the history of the place as well. Mm. Um, slave labor whatnot that's not covered at all but uh yeah i mean great great cities though love hiroshima and nagasaki and uh yeah <laughs> it's such a jarring episode to go between these topics chat gbt nagasaki chat GBT. but what i will say going but we talked about my book earlier and how i chat gbt in the book and the books one cool thing to tie in there one of my favorite stories in the book is right at the start when I first arrived in uh, Sakata. One of my favourite teachers in the book, I think he's called Kengo Sensei. That's not his actual name. I changed his name for the book. He uh, One morning on August 6th, he was like, on, on a few days before August 6th, he was like, oh, Chris Sensei, why don't you join me at this uh, event in the morning at like 7am? And I'd, he didn't really say what it was. So I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And he picked me up in the morning. I went to this like temple and there's a few people gathered around and uh i think it was like eight o'clock or whatever they rang the bell um eight o'clock i think the same time that the bombers dropped it turned out it was a, a service for the hiroshima bombing to remember it and it was really it's really mo- moving moment sort of standing there in this quiet cemetery this quiet temple and the priest hitting this huge bell the huge bell with the I can't remember what it's called. It's like a, he's a large piece of wood to like bang it. Mm. Um, and it sort of, and then as the bell rang, it started to rain kind of ominously. Um, like I believe it did in, in Hiroshima at the time. But um, yeah, no, it was a really powerful moment. It made me think about, you know, how it's all perceived in Japan. And um, yeah, fascinating. So whatever you think of the, the bombing of Hiroshima and Nagasaki there. When you certainly when you go to the Memorial Museum in Hiroshima, the the thing you will think is, I don't think, you know, you never want this to happen again. Whatever happens, just let us not let this happen again, kind of thing. And that's what it's all about. So yeah, if you get the chance, go down there. Check it out for yourself. Uh we'll be back to moment, guys. Your stories, comments and questions in this week's fact machine. Facts machine, not the fact machine. What am I on about? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension. So you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash Japan. Wow. We're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week, Mr. Dawson? What's going on? All right. Let's bash through some questions. Nice and quick. Hello, KKR, Chris and Century Pete. I've been following your YouTube and uh, podcast since the start and still loving every minute of it. We're traveling to Japan soon to spend time with my in-laws. While over there, I'm looking to do some of my usual work remotely. So, that I can sneak in a bit of sightseeing after work. Are there any good places to work from, such as good cafe chains where it's okay to sit for two to three hours at a time, only ordering one coffee and dial into remote meetings? Ideally, I prefer not to have to rent a collab space unless you can recommend a good, cheap walk-in spot. Same from the swelteringly hot Gold Coast, Australia. Uh, Chris, is, there, is it a faux pas to sort of just mooch around drinking, cradling a drink for hours on end uh, while you do work? <laughs> Some places do have like a 30-minute kind of rule. Some places don't even let you get your laptop out. It is rare. Um, but like Japanese coffee shops are kind of seen like as just co-working spaces effectively. You right. go in there, there's always a student or many hunched over their homework or whatnot. Um, anywhere's fine. Whether it's, uh, there's some really good chains though, like Tully's Coffee is good. Uh, Hoshinoya Coffee's really nice. Uh, Komeda, Komeda's Coffee is one of my favourites as well. It's really nice. Tonkatsu mm. sandwiches and decent coffee. Like a sport for choice. And on the cheaper end, you've got Cafe Veloce as well. There's so many coffee shops in Japan. Your sport for choice. And I, for one, have spent a lot of time sitting there writing things. I like to, I always had this dream of like being one of these cool people who sits in a coffee shop on their, their MacBook typing shit. And I got to do that. And I get to do that every day. And it's great. 
I don't know why that's my dream. I think when I was a teacher, I spent a lot of time staring out the window going, wow, I wish I wasn't here. And mm. so my dream was sitting in a coffee shop with a laptop. And it's just nice to do that. It's just cool. And you can do it too. You can do cafe it too. Volante. You can hang out <laughs> You can do it too. But you need a MacBook. You've got to look like <laughs> a, a dickhead with a MacBook. That's me. We've got one here from Kyle. He says, uh, hello, Chicken, Chris and Pervy Pete. I don't know how people feel about that. Unlike almost every other person that writes in, I've never been to Japan. Instead, I get my Japanese fix through series, movies, documentaries, and even scrape the bottom of the barrel and watch YouTubers in Japan. I jest, of course. I'd rather watch affable YouTubers. Uh, the last decent movie... and Sorry, I'd rather watch affable YouTubers than awful movies like Bullet Train or Kate. I haven't seen Kate, but Bullet Train wasn't very good. I agree. The last uh, decent movie set in Japan I can remember is probably lost in translation. That being said, maybe I've missed something and there's some hidden gems. My question to both of you guys is, what movie or series based in Japan uh, is worth hunting down and watching? Cheers. Keep up the good work, Kyle. Mm. Uh, Tokyo Vice isn't bad. It's on HBO. That's pretty good. Uh, There's also... Japanese films like Shoplifters is pretty good. Uh, Drive My Car is all right. A little bit overrated. I thought it was okay. Um, not as good as I thought. Yeah, I really like uh, Departures. That's good too. Okurubito. Any films you like, Pete? Oh, Lost your list? in General. Good ones. <laughs> Lost in General. The Pete well, Dawson just, just story. In gen- not lost in general, just in general, for crying out loud. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think it, it, it is quite difficult. I, I think the, um, I've, I've plugged them before, but um, Third Window um, films, they, they've got some beautiful um, Japanese language um, subtitled and also dubbed uh, films that are absolutely top class. They're the ones that... Um, mm. They did that famous uh, zombie film, um, something of this. Uh, oh God, One Cut of the Dead, I think, was it? One um, Cut of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, I still need to see very, that. Very popular. Yeah, we still, yeah, still sit down and and make my partner watch it. Uh, but yeah, they're 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 a really really good resource for like really decent kind of almost like forgotten films from like the eighties as well uh, in Japan. That was obviously just amazingly uh, beautifully put together. One cut of the dead. Yeah, I need to watch mm. that. Everyone I know yeah. always raves about it. Um, also, oh, I, oh yeah, I forgot Giddy Haji, um, a, a BBC mm. uh, show. That was really good, yeah. Giddy Hadji. I think it's on Netflix. Not sure, but that was really good. Really well scripted, great acting, really thrilling. And nobody watched it, unfortunately. I think the marketing behind it was pretty bad. And the title, it, it kind of means like honour. Um, but like I, I think maybe it turned off Western audiences because they couldn't read it and they didn't know what it meant. So that could be an issue. Um Chris, last question here from uh, Kristen Holt from YouTube. He says, Chris, would you say an alternate universe where the bubble didn't pop would just be anything cyberpunk? Is that less less a question, more a statement? Uh, I think if the bubble didn't burst, I wonder what we would see. I think we'd see a lot more ambitious architectural projects, like that Mm. Tokyo megacity project where they were going to build like a skyscraper in Tokyo Bay. Like a, the world's biggest pyramid. Was it the mm. X2000 uh, concept, which is insane if you read about it? And there was a lot of really cool developments that had lined up, and then the bubble burst, and all the fun was over, and not much has happened since. 
Nah, it's not fair. But like, we'd have yeah. double fax machines. Everyone would have two fax machines <laughs> like taped together. <laughs> like Brazil, all these like yeah. weird technological advances that are like hardware based. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, I think that would probably be more the case. Japan's mm. strong point has never been software; it's always the hardware. And I think we see a a future where we've got these ever increasingly elaborate devices, but like crap software. There will be no Chat GPT. That's for sure. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to imagine what a world would be if Japan had carried on going. And that I think be a great concept for a short film as i said before yeah. keep the stories questions comments coming into abroad japan podcast at gmail.com or let us know in the comments below guys on youtube if you have a question for now though have a great few days and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the abroad japan podcast bye for now bye bye just stop there in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.